In Parshas Kiseitze, we find the halacha of the Ben Soyer Emoira, the rebellious and disobedient child. Rashi explains that the root of the word Soyer is Sar. He has drifted and deviated from the path set forth by his ancestors. Chazal tell us that this is one of the three mitzvahs in the Torah that never happened and never will happen. So even though in practice an actual Ben Soyer Emoira will never happen, Hashem placed its law in the Torah to teach us some profound lessons. The Pasik says that this Ben Soyer Emoira is a Nenu Shomei Bekoil Aviv Ivekoil Imoy. He does not listen to the voice of his father and to the voice of his mother. We know that every word in the Torah is precise and meticulous. So why is it that the word Bekoil is repeated twice? The Pasik could have simply stated, He does not listen to the voice of his father and his mother. Why the redundancy of the word Bekoil? And the answer is, with this repetition, the Torah is teaching us a very powerful lesson in Chinech When a man and a woman enter into marriage, it is extremely important that they have similar views and mutual goals for the family they hope to raise. Unfortunately, the husband and wife sometimes do not see eye to eye in their aspirations for their children. The parents are not on the same page as to the goals for their children. Or possibly, they themselves have totally different objectives and ambitions in their own personal lives. Different theologies, different tashkafas, and as a result, they don't pose as a united front for their children with a unanimous message. The Torah is telling us that when a child is exposed to such parents, to a koil aviv, to a father's voice, and a koil imoy, to a mother's voice, each parent pulling the child in opposite directions, the child receiving those mixed signals can end up chas v'shalom being a ben soyer a rebellious child. The Pasuk continues, By Yisroi they discipline him, however, but he still does not listen to them. So why aren't the parents' messages resonating with the child? And the Torah is teaching us a deep lesson. Even if his parents' messages are uniform and consistent, however, if their actions differ and conflict with what they are preaching, their messages become confusing and therefore impossible for the child to internalize those lessons. As parents, our messages and actions have to be compatible. When a child receives inconsistent and contradictory messages, it can impact them in the most negative way. In essence, if the parent's message to the child is, do as I say, not as I do, that is completely antithetical to Torah values and can lead the child to defiance and disobedience. Children don't internalize their parent's words. They emulate their actions. The best chinuch is teaching by example. It's not so much what you tell your child to do. It's what your child sees you doing. If you talk the part, you must act the part as well. Children have a sixth sense for detecting hypocrisy. If we don't live up to the standards we are preaching, our children will pick up on it and all our teachings will not resonate. If you want to be an effective parent, you cannot afford to be conflicted. You have to have a unifying message. What we do and what we think and what values we hold dear trickle down to our children and leaves a lasting impression. Raising quality children with Torah values is not easy. It demands a tremendous amount of patience and energy and effort. But if done the right way, the results will endure for all eternity. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, the godlaw of the previous generation, was a great role model for his children. 
his son Reb David the Rosh Yeshiva, emulated his father's humility and a simple demeanor. A story is told, a person who was close to Reb David decided that it was time for Reb David to get a new hat. His hat was worn and he felt his pastnich is not honorable for a Shashiva of his stature to walk around with such a hat. The person suspected that Reb David would give him a hard time, but he decided to give it a shot anyway. One day after Mincha, he approaches him. Rosh Hashiva, we are going across the bridge to Williamsburg, the Bancraft hat store, to buy a new hat. Okay, he said. He was so happy that Rabdavid agreed so easily. When they arrived at the store, Stanley, the owner of Bancraft, greeted Rabdavid. He started reminiscing about how his own father would bring hats to Reb Moshe's house to choose from. Then he said, It's such an honor that the Rosh Hashiva came personally to buy a hat for himself. Reb David tells him, I'm not buying a hat, he is, pointing to the person who drove him to the store. Then he turns to his driver, I thought you needed me to see if the hat you're buying fits you properly, so you asked me to come along with you. What humility. That was Reb David, emulating the character traits of his great father, the god Ladar, Reb Moshe Feinstein. He truly believed that it was the most natural thing in the world for him to accompany someone to a hat store to make sure that his hat fits him well. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.